is up everyone my name is francesca braccio and i want to thank you for tuning into the badass mindset podcast i am a badass mindset coach and business strategist for transformational leaders so i help women dig deep unleash their inner badass so that you can start living your absolute best life whatever that looks like for you so i promise to always show up and share a little bit of motivation something to light you up and get you off your ass so you can unleash your inner badass and step into your power thanks for tuning in now let's get ready to live better hey 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 how you doing <laughs> Wow, it feels like it's been a long time since I've been here chatting with you guys, and I'm so sorry for that. But you know, I'm not perfect. I, I know I um, had said, yeah, let's you know, let's get this going every single week. I'm gonna keep on top of it as much as I can. But that kind of brings me to like the point of this chat is that I'm not perfect, <laughs> and even though you have good intentions, it's not always gonna work out exactly the way you want it to, and that's okay. Okay, so that's what we're talking about today is let go of your need and that like desire that it's a be all end all if things don't go the way you plan, if things aren't perfect, because so many people hold themselves back because of that, because you are waiting for the perfect time. You're waiting for the perfect moment for it to feel right, for you to have the time, for you to whatever, have the money, have the this, have the that, but like... <laughs> from experience <laughs> and just, I'm sure everyone can attest to this. You know, I haven't been on this earth for like very, very long. I'm 26 years old, but in my experience so far, whenever you feel like you got your shit together and things are going quote unquote, like air quotes, perfect. The universe has a way of throwing something in your path to throw you off, to mess with you and mess with that flow. So just release that hold on the fact that everything has to go your way, the fact that everything has to be perfect in order for you to do something, you know? Uh, I can really speak to this when it comes to people I'm approaching to, you know, work on their fitness journey. I have so many people who say like, I don't have time right now, I'm just super busy, things are busy with school, things are busy with work, I don't have the money right now, I have to do, like pay for this, or like, I get so much of that. And the like one thing that that I've gotten that like it makes me want to just like knock my head is people saying, you know, I want to be able to give this a hundred percent of my focus. I want to be able to do this a hundred percent. Oh my god, you guys! If I would have waited, <laughs> to, like to be able to do something at a hundred percent, I would not be here right now, you guys. I would not be talking to you. I would not have lost. 20 pounds and over 20 inches at this point. Like if I waited for the perfect time, I wouldn't have gotten any of the things that I've, I wouldn't have done any of the things that I wanted to do in my life. So when it comes to your fitness journey, you're never going to have time for it. There's always going to be birthdays. There's always going to be vacations. There's always going to be uh, holidays. There's always going to be your cousin's baptism. Like yeah, there's always something you guys. So really stop you're, it's it's fear. It's fear holding you back. Fear of failure. You know, like a lot of people, you have that fear of failure. Feel fear of not being good enough or not doing something right. And that's normal. You know, that's totally normal. But you're gonna really hold yourself back 
from so much in life if you are constantly trying to be a perfectionist because that's just not the way that's not human nature you guys like if you believe in god like god created you with free will right so that means that <laughs> we're up to our own design it's not gonna be perfect we can't we're not born to be perfect right um so just release that you know release that that stress you'll make this whole journey a lot more fun that's one thing that i always say is make it fun make fitness fun like so looking at what I have coming up here. So the first time I did the 80 day shred program, I just came off of it. It was 80 days straight. And I was nervous because I'm like, oh my God, this is 80 days that I will have to focus on this meal plan, 80 days that I'm going to have to commit to these workouts. Like, and this plan, this program is very based around time nutrition. So yeah, you do have to put a lot of planning into when you're going to work out, when you're going to have your meals and stuff like that. But it's really not that bad. You get used to it. First two weeks are kind of hard because it's new. Everything is new when you first start it. But you realize, this, again, it's not going to be perfect. And I, even though I tried my hardest, you know, for those 80 days, I was like, I want to do this first round I didn't want to say perfectly because that's not true. So I just said, I'm going to do this first round to the best of my ability. And really that's all you can do, you guys. So when I did this first round of 80 days, I, I did, I had to understand that I had control. I did have control over what I, you know, my surroundings a bit more because I didn't have any vacations planned. I did it from January 15th until April something, you know, the April, not April 15th. I think it was like April 12th or something by the time I finished it. But I didn't have any travel plans in between there. So I'm like, sweet, this works out. I'm able to, you know, not have to worry about vacation or anything like that, like vacation eating. I didn't really have a lot of like holidays or birthdays or anything. Like we did have our anniversary, Mike and I. So I'm like, okay, that's one day that I'm not going to like be like, oh, I can't have that because I'm on this plan. Or, oh, I can't celebrate with champagne with you, boo, because I'm not drinking alcohol in these 80 days. You know, like I didn't want to be like that. And that decision to not drink, that was mine. I told the, the ladies that I work with, because I didn't do this by myself. I ran a whole group with other, with the women that I trained and we all did the program together. And I let them know that I was going to try not to drink on this. That was my decision. It wasn't like uh, the creator of the program said, don't drink. She said, if you want the best results, like don't, you know, alcohol hinders your results. It, it like definitely slows down your, like what's going on in your body when you are trying to lose weight. But also think about it when you go in and you drink, that's extra like empty calories. And then usually I don't know about you guys, but when I get some drinks in me, I get hungry and like regard for like my journey goes out the window sometimes and I'm just like, I'm going to eat that cause I'm freaking hungry and I want it. That's when I'm more inclined to like have pizza or have French fries or something like that. So that can mess with your progress. And also not to mention the next day when you feel like crap and you don't feel like eating really good. So alcohol can really mess with your journey. And I just decided, you know, I'm not doing this anymore to like, when I first started, uh, like my journey years ago, it was like, I want to lose weight. I want to like, I want to be skinny. Like that was in my head, right? I want to be skinny. I wanted to lose weight. But like now at this point, like that's not what it's about for me. It's not about losing weight. It's challenging myself. Like what is something new that I can do to challenge my body? So whether it's 
trying a new program that's completely out of my comfort zone, lifting heavier weights, going from 30 minute workouts a day to these hour long workouts. Like that makes you uncomfortable. That's a challenge. And then, so the nutrition, like this was a new style of eating. Like the original nutrition plan that I, I set people up with is more like forgiving. It's more lifestyle, right? It's based on a portion like control system, but you still have a lot of freedom with it. Whereas this is more, this program specifically was more regimented. It was on time nutrition and trying to eat as clean as possible. So I, I wanted to use it as a way to challenge myself and see if I could pretty much. Cause that, that's where I'm at at my journey now is what can I do to challenge myself? It's not about weight loss or any of that stuff. So that's what this was for me. So I decided to Prove to myself that I can go without alcohol. I don't need alcohol to live my life. You know, I don't need to have ice cream every every weekend. You know, I don't have. I don't need to uh, have a treat day. Like you know, I just wanted to prove to myself that I am the one who's in control, not the food. You know, I have the control. And once you realize that, and you become really self aware you take the power back and you prove to yourself, holy shit, I, if I can do this, what else can I do? So that's what this program really did for me. It not to mention like it busted me out of, of that busted me out of a plateau that I didn't even know I was in you guys. Like I thought I was like doing well, like I was still seeing results. I thought everything was fine. And then after 80 days of this program, I took my before and after photos. Like I always do Took my measurements. I lost five pounds in 12 inches. I didn't even know I had the 12 inches to lose, but that just goes to show what happens when you lose like fat, you know, that extra fluff that is very easy to just, add on, you know, without even noticing it extra here, extra there. When you allow yourself, like I'm all about balance and moderation and like loving yourself and just doing what makes you feel good. But I, I got to like, it was just after new year's, like I did good around Christmas time. I did good for new year's, but it was like after new year's where I started to just allow myself a lot of extras and it added up. It does. It honestly does. And that's why I had the, that 12 and in, 12 inches came on in like, you know, a couple weeks, I guess, after the holidays. And then I was able to get rid of it because of this program. So that kicked me back into gear and got me back to really feeling like myself with my health, with my journey, with my mindset. And I actually, uh, I was able to earn my way. I, I think I spoke about this last time that I was going on a trip to Mexico as a part of like a Beachbody rewards trip with the company that I work with Beachbody and Autumn was there and we got to work out with her live and excuse me, sorry, it just burped. <laughs> and I got to work out with her live and we got to actually like have a sit down with her and hear her talk about this program and why like, cause it's, it was weird. Like I never had a program where so many of my, my clients saw results like they did or so many people really stuck with it all the way through. Like I haven't had that happen with one program in a really long time. And with this one, it did. And it was really cool to hear her talk about it because she's like, she even said that she's like, I've had a lot of people come to me and say, what the heck is it about this program? Like it brainwashed us, but in the best way, like it brainwashed you into feeling good about yourself, which is so crazy. And it's because the food that we eat, you guys, like, I don't know if you understand this, but the food that you eat has a lot of, like a lot of control over the way your body 
reacts, your mind reacts because the same, the mitochondria in your stomach is the same mitochondria that's in your brain. So whatever food you put in your body, it's going to send text messages to tell your brain how to react, you know? So if you're eat like, do your research, seriously. Like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. If you're listening to me on a podcast, you have access to the same podcast that I listen to. Lewis Howes uh, has a lot of really great people on that talk about nutrition, like from doctors. Like, don't just take my word for it. I'm not a doctor. I'm just re like re reproducing what I have learned. And so that exact term I heard from, um, someone who was on this podcast and he's a heart surgeon and he actually got out of being a heart surgeon. Like he quit being a surgeon because he's like, I'm just putting a bandaid on the problem. When people are coming to me and they need heart surgery because they're obese, because they're diabetic, because they ha they're having heart attacks, like they're having issues. I'm putting a bandaid on the problem by fixing them. But instead he totally redirected his path for preventative measures to start getting into the profession of helping people change their diet. Because like I said, what you're putting into your stomach is controlling the way your body is reacting, the way your mind is thinking. Like a lot of skin conditions, allergic reactions uh, comes from like people not being able to stomach dairy, people having gluten intolerances. Like that's why uh, not everyone, of course, but some people get skin reactions to that. So if you notice you're getting like a lot, no, most people, if you're getting a lot of breakouts on your skin, your body is trying to tell you something, you guys, your mouth speaks, your mind speaks, your body doesn't. So this is the way that it has a way like to tell you. So if you are constantly like feeling that head fog, feeling tired, lazy, you know, like just uncontrollably lazy in a mental funk, look at your nutrition. Are you eating a lot of shit? Are you eating a lot of processed food that's going to cause inflammation within your body and that brain fog? Are you eating a lot of fake packaged, like processed food, like that has ingredients that you can't pronounce? Like if the first ingredients are like chemicals, how do you think your body is going to react you guys? We have to start paying more attention to the food that we're eating, not because of what it's going to do to the number on the scale, but pay attention to the food that you're eating so that you can just feel better. Like that's what I, I really try to stress with the women that I work with and what I, I say to you guys on here and what I say on social media, like let's stop fucking real, like focusing on losing weight on, Oh, I want to be skinny. Like I want abs. Of course I, I like that. I like having abs, but having abs is a measure of how healthy my body is. That to me is a way for me to measure how well I'm taking care of my body. It's not like a vanity, like weight loss thing, but your abs are completely determined on nutrition. So you can do all the sit-ups and crunches and like planks and exercises that you want, but you won't see your abs if you're not eating right. So let's, let's stop focusing on all that shit though. And just Focus on putting real food in our body, like stuff that's going to make us feel good. Uh, if you have children, you know, like a lot of studies are coming out right now. Or even for you, if you're someone who's in school right now, like going to college, a lot of studies are coming out that um, like ADD or things that you're unable to like focus on or something like that, that's coming from the food. Like this stuff never 
existed before, you know, like they never had a name for it before because people didn't, we didn't have the type of food then that we do now, like access to like all these crackers and chips and cereals and sugary this and that. And like, nobody is eating real food because of convenience. I get it. It's easier to just buy something you can heat up. Right. But if you have kids, think about what you're, you're doing to them, you know, like feed them right so that they can grow and like grow properly and focus in school. Because if they're having issues focusing, it's because like, it's a lot of the food that you're giving them, you know, and I'm not trying to diss you for being a bad parent at all, but you have control over that. You can feed your kids better and you can feed yourself better. Um, there was another podcast that I listened to that was right in line with that, where this one doctor, uh, had a, a patient come in and he was like a 16 year old kid or something. And he was coming in looking for medication for depression because he was not feeling good. You know, he wasn't, he was starting to feel really bad about himself and like having those kind of bad thoughts, you know, like sinking into depression, not having energy, not having motivation, this or that. And it is so easy to just write a prescription nowadays. Don't you find that, that it's so easy that there's a pill for everything, you know, like whatever you're struggling with, there's a pill, like there's medication being thrown out like crazy, you guys, it's actually pretty insane. And so what this doctor did, he's like, you know, instead of just prescribing this 16 year old kid antidepressants, let me, let's, let's do a little more research. He's like, what's your diet like? What's your, like, are you on sports teams? Are you on this? Are you on that? What do you eat for breakfast? And he asked him and he figured out that like this guy was eating like waffles, um, like pop tarts, like, you know, like stuff like that, like normal stuff that kids eat. Right. Which the fact that I just say normal stuff, that shouldn't be normal for us seriously. But anyway, so he, he played with this kid's diet and he's like, how about you eat breakfast? How about you eat at lunch? Like I know I used to never eat at lunch. I was so more like, I wanted to hang out with my friends and this and that. So I never used to eat when I went to school. Um, also like another conversation for another day. I also didn't want to eat because I thought that would help me be skinny. But anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. But so he really played around with this kid's food and the way he was eating. And it, he did not have to put this kid on antidepressants. And like, I'm not saying that'll be a cure for everyone. Like I'm sure some people do need medication and it does have its place for certain people. But if you had, like, if you just maybe tweaked your diet, if that's something that could help, like, you know, not completely take you off medication or, you know, stop your, your kid or you yourself from needing medication for a mental illness or whatever. But if it could help, help you feel better, just help give you more energy. Like we need to understand that our food has so much power versus just using it as a dietary, like weight loss. Thing. And I, I think that's what really messes with people and they have that resistance against healthy eating because you think healthy eating and clean eating, and I'm doing a lot of air quotes right here, is the only, like what people talk about to lose weight. So a lot of people say, I don't care about that. I don't care about losing weight. I don't care if you don't care about losing weight. Think about living. Think about living longer. That's what we need to care about, about living longer, putting the food in your body that it was going to make it work properly is going to make you feel better. And that was a long tangent, but going back to what I found when I did this 80 day shred program, I was eating cleaner than I had in a really long time. And it really allowed me to see where I was giving up on myself and I was allowing myself treats a little bit more like than I needed to be, you know, like I still love 
I love ice cream. I love milkshakes. I love pizza. I love going out to dinner. I love having a nice cocktail. I love wine. I do love that stuff. But what this program really teach, taught me was that I don't need it. I want it. And you have to realize the difference there of needs versus wants. Because if you're telling yourself that you need something, you have an addiction to it. You have some form of an addiction to it. So if you're a person who's like, I need to have wine after a long day at work. I need to have wine. The kids were driving me crazy. Like you are giving the alcohol so much power, but you need to, you can't, you won't be able to stop then. When you give it the power, you're going to constantly keep thinking that you need it. You're going to constantly keep thinking that, oh, it's the end of the day. I can relax and I just, I need to have chocolate every single night. That's just the way I, I need it. I need it to survive. I need it. I deserve it. I work like, oh my God, I'm like annoying myself. But I used to tell myself these stories to you guys and it's okay to enjoy. Like the other night, Mike brought home uh, chocolate covered almonds and yeah, I sat there and I ate some on the couch because I wanted some. I didn't need it though. I wanted it, you guys. So you really, we really need to focus on what we need versus what we want. Your body needs vegetables. I'm sorry to tell you, if you want to kick me, you actually need vegetables. Your body needs it. And I'm not going to say your body needs protein. Uh, like it does, but it doesn't have to be from animal protein. So if you're someone who's vegan, if you're vegetarian, there's a lot of vegetables that have protein in them. You can get carbs from vegetables. So you do need those macronutrients, whatever form it comes from, but you need like good carbs to give you energy. You need healthy fats to, for your digestion. You need vegetables for energy and your body, our bodies need it. Okay. You need protein for strength. Like you do need this stuff. You do not need chocolate every day. You do not need ice cream. You do not need to self-medicate. You do not need um, alcohol. You know, you need water. You need that stuff. So just doing that mindset switch, needs versus wants. Because when you sit there and you're like, like I stopped saying that I need a treat. I stopped saying that. And I was, now I say like, I want ice cream. And like, it makes you feel better when you can take control over it and you don't feel like the food controls you. You don't feel like you need that to survive. You feel like you can have it once in a while and enjoy it because you actually want it and it makes you feel good. Like if you're gonna eat something and it makes you feel like shit after, you shouldn't be eating it then. That's how you know that you don't, you don't need it. You shouldn't have ate it. And of course that comes after you eat it usually, <laughs> but learn from that. Like, like I said, so tying this all back together with this huge ramble fest, but back to not being perfect, you know? So it's a learning experience. You're going to learn, like I've been on this very specific driven journey and like constant evolution for the past three years, I would say is when I really started getting into my health for real. And so it's taken me three years, you know, like, and I'm still learning. I'm still not perfect. I still slip up. Like I don't have abs every single day, you guys, because that depends on your food. So whatever you eat, it's going to show on your body, you know? So I learned over time that when I ate something, maybe I was having a craving or like I wanted, I was having an emotional eating like time where I wanted to binge on something if I ate it and I, I let myself have it and I was like, okay, have your indulgence, have your treat. But if at the end of it, it didn't make me feel good. 
I took note of that and I started to pay attention and I was like, this doesn't make me feel good. So I'm, I'm going to try not to eat it as often. So you don't have to completely cut everything out when you start a health journey, but okay. So my vice <laughs> is peanut butter and jam, like right from, right from the, the, like the container from the jar, like just with a spoonful, that was something that took me like a year to get over. Uh, so what I had to do, like, cause I would sit there and like, I'm not even joking. You probably hear me. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast. If you know me, I talk about it quite often and I'm not even kidding when I would say I would sit there and I'd be like watching TV or something and I'd have a craving and I was too lazy to cook food at the moment or whatever. So I was like, Hmm peanut butter is ready to eat, jam's ready to eat. I wouldn't even get a piece of toast or like a piece of bread. I was that like lazy. And it was like, I'd be in a trance and I would just sit there, one scoop of peanut butter, one scoop of jam, put it in my mouth. One, 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 one. And by the time I realized like what I was doing or when I started to feel sick, actually, that's when I would stop. I looked down and I almost ate the whole jar of each, each, like a whole half a jar of peanut butter and half a jar of jam. Like, you guys, that's so much sugar and like not good fat for you, you know? So it, it was just about becoming more aware. So I would do that. Like when I'd come home, I would work a split shift at work and I'd come home like at lunch and I, I, I wouldn't feel like making something. I was tired, low energy already. So I would put on TV, I'd, I'd take the jars to the kitchen table and I'd sit there and I'd just eat one and one. So I had to like really get real with myself and give myself a gut check and figure out what my triggers were. So right there, my trigger I was coming home from work on a split shift. I was tired. I was like feeling lazy already. I didn't have anything prepared and I would sit down and watch TV to numb, numb my feeling, like numb my brain, you know, not have to think about anything because I just came out like off of like five hours of work, you know? So I just didn't want to think about anything. I didn't want to cook anything. I wanted to sit down and I wanted to just like whatever. So those right there, that's a scenario that I could have, I learned to take control of. So what could I have done? Uh, what, what did I start doing to get over that? Well, I started getting more sleep, honestly. So I wasn't waking up in the morning, super tired. Uh, I started like going to bed. I started waking, like going to bed earlier, but waking up earlier. So that like, cause I found when I would wake up in like 20 minutes, wake up, go to work, I was more tired. But when I allowed myself to wake up earlier and allowed myself to wake up, like I woke up an hour before I actually had to go to work so I could actually be awake and I could make my lunch, I could have breakfast. Those were things that gave me more energy for that first half of the shift. And drinking more water too, you guys, uh, especially water before, like when I, would, when I would start to come home from that split shift, I would have a glass of water first before I ate anything. Because sometimes when you're feeling really hungry and you're feeling a craving, you could just be thirsty. And by drinking that glass of water, sure, you might still be hungry after that because maybe you're just actually hungry, but you're not going to be more inclined to go for those bad things because you're like, okay, I'm hungry for like real food. Like maybe that helps your sweet tooth craving. I don't know, whatever, but just do it. Drink a glass of water before you're about to eat something. The other thing I did to really keep control of that was meal prepping, being prepared and having food that I could just pull out and heat up. Because if you're like I was, you know, I didn't feel, I just worked on my feet for five hours. I did not feel like cooking anything. So you have to set yourself up for success by having food ready to grab and go. Because that's always been my struggle is if I don't have anything ready to eat, 
I'm not going to feel like cooking right at that moment. So you have to learn to allow yourself to prepare. So having food ready to go was key. And the other thing is not watching TV while you're eating, because when you're staring at a TV and you're eating, you're not paying attention to how much you're eating. So you're not mindfully there, you know, you're watching the TV and it's super easy to just scoop, 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 right? And also attached to that is don't just eat from the bowl. Don't just eat from the jar. Don't just eat from the bag, whatever, you know, like put stuff on your plate and eat so you can focus on what you have in front of you. So those are some things that really helped me just be more mindful, get over my, my binge eating habits and um, the cravings for the really bad stuff. And like I said, it's not going to be perfect, but take note when you have a moment of, I'm not even, I was going to call it a moment of weakness, but when you have a moment of like self doubt and you just, you feel like reaching for that bad food or something like once in a while, it's going to happen. You guys, you can't beat yourself up and be like, Oh, well I blew it now. Let me just fuck up the rest of the day and eat all the shitty food. Like what's the point in eating vegetables the rest of the day? If I just ate this bag of chips, like, don't think like that. Forgive yourself. Just move on, you know, keep eating the rest of the day, just like you had planned. Start back fresh tomorrow and just learn, learn from those slip ups, learn from those things that don't make you feel good. Chase the way you want to feel, chase the way your body feels. You want to do things that make you feel good first and then everything else will fall into place. You know, just focus on that. Chase, chase the good feels, start weaning yourself off of the things, the foods that don't make you feel good, or you should never finish a meal and tell yourself that you hate yourself. Like I used to do that. I used to eat those bad meals and I'd be like, oh, you're so fat. Oh my God, you're gross. Well, you just fucked up now. You might as well keep going. You blew it because you suck. Like, guys, I'm not even kidding. I used to talk to myself like that. So I get it. I know how hard it can be, but I'm proof here to show you that you can recover and it's not going to happen overnight. It does take some time. Like I said, it's taken me, it's a three-year journey and it's still a constant journey because I still have those stressful days. I still have those days when like, I feel sad and maybe I will be like, I feel sad. Let's get ice cream. Like, you know, and I know it's not right, but it's a day I'm human. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. It's not like I do it every single day. And that's all you have to do. Learn to forgive yourself, do things because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself and just take it one day at a time. You're human. You won't always be perfect. It's not always going to be easy, but being on the constant journey will always be worth it. The journey to learn to love yourself, to learn how to treat yourself right. Once you get there, it's not a destination. It's a constant journey. So once you figure out what works for you, it becomes 10 times more enjoyable and you can really live. You can have that food freedom. You can have that self-love and confidence every day to put on an outfit and look at yourself and be like, yeah, girl, you did that. You did that. I'm proud of you. I'm pr Even if you're not at your, like, if you're not at your goal body, you should still be talking to yourself like that. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you are awesome today. It's going to feel super weird at first to talk to yourself like that, but like, it's just you. So why are you going to make yourself feel awkward for looking at yourself and saying, girl, I'm proud of you. Like, 
right now as I'm saying this, I'm like, I'm saying it to you, but I'm saying it to me because compliment the fuck out of yourself. Love the hell out of yourself. That's the only way that you're going to get better at it is by practicing it. So even if the first few times you're like, oh my God, this is so stupid, but still look at yourself and smile and be like, you're so goofy. I love it. Like we're so much fun. I love us. Like high five yourself in the mirror and <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I talk to myself like this. Like, and right now, yes, I'm talking to you, like I said, but I'm still kind of talking to myself. So I do have some sort of crazy weirdo-ness inside of me that allows me to like who cares? Don't feel embarrassed to tell yourself that you love yourself. Give yourself a hug. I'm doing it right now. Give yourself a hug and just be like, girl, I'm proud of you. I love you. You're weird and you're talking to yourself right now, <laughs> but you're still awesome. At the end of the day, it's just you and you. So you have to love yourself no matter where you're at. You have to love yourself at every stage of the game. Otherwise, when you even get to that like goal weight, and again, I'm using air quotes, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to even, you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to still feel like it's not good enough. So love yourself at every stage of the game because, because I love you. I'm proud of you. And if you want to actually be friends with me in real life, I'm happy to tell you that on a daily basis to tell you how awesome I am. Or <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> That's like, what's on my mind? How awesome I am. But I'm happy to tell you how awesome you are every day and be your biggest cheerleader and help you succeed and help you see how awesome you are even when you can't see it yourself. That's what I do as a coach. So if you do want to actually connect and get to know me as a real person, you have me here on podcast, but you can find me on Instagram, Francesca.braccio. Um, you can add me as a friend on Facebook, Francesca Braccio. Like I'm a real person. So let's be friends. Let's chat and let's just celebrate how freaking awesome we are together. Okay. Okay. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Super love you. I'm going to go eat food because I'm hungry and I have a glass of water here. So I'm going to drink a glass of water first so that I don't eat something like a, br a brick of cheese instead of like actually eating food. <laughs> so I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Bye.